Carl Jung said, the privilege of a lifetime is to become who you truly are. This is an invitation to move differently in the world, to operate from a place of deep knowing and alignment. I'm Adrian McDonald and welcome to the Mindset Strategist Podcast. Hello, beautiful humans, and welcome back, or welcome if it's your first time. It has been a minute. Where have I been? Well, I had an amazing two-week trip in Europe, specifically England and Ireland and Scotland and a tiny bit of France. And prior to that, I was really busy, and I made the decision not to rush through recording some podcasts just to post. Now, I know, I know all the social media platforms are all about consistency, but posting for the sake of posting or recording for the sake of recording, it does not work with for me. It just it just doesn't. So here we are. And speaking of which, a few housekeeping thoughts before we go into today's topic. I've done a fair amount of research about the appropriate times or optimal times to post podcasting episodes. And I think it's like Tuesday at 5 a.m. or something like that. But again, I'm finding like with so many different general marketing concepts, that does not work for me. And things work out much better for me when I listen to my inner cosmic compass. So I wanted to share where I'm at. It is still my intention that we get together weekly. And I want you to still send in your questions to me because I love a good Q&A. It's my most favorite part of the experience when I do workshops and retreats. So my intention is to drop new content on Fridays. I know there's there's a lot of people out there that are like, oh, if you're focused on mindset, you got to drop at the meeting of the meek to get people motivated. But that's not really why I'm here. It's not why you're here. We're here to do deeper work, richer work. We know that motivation is sometimes fleeting, right? It, It just is. This is about moving differently in the world and having deeper conversations. So What does the Mindset Muse has for us today? Well, the trip I was on was amazing, and it felt particularly expansive. I I normally feel that when I travel, but this one was really especially so. I had never been to those countries, so I was just brimming with joy in the new experience. And I came back really grounded and brimming with a lot of new ideas. And some things that had been brewing for a while also got pulled into focus. And as we were wrapping up this trip, my 10th year anniversary of being out of corporate was on the horizon. In fact, that was this week. July 3rd is my Independence Day. And I thought a lot about my work with people and how it's evolved over the years, both when I was in corporate and in my business, especially with the changes I've put in place in my business over the past year kept coming to mind was none of this, none of it. The work that I do, the peace that I have found, the joy, the life I have, none of it would be possible if I had not had the courage to take off the golden handcuffs. Now, I've talked about leaving corporate in a prior podcast, so I'm not going to get into the great details of how that happened. But if you're new, I was in tech for over 20 years. And during a corporate merger, I basically engineered my own layoff. I was beyond the burnout stage. And when I walked out of that building, 
I was not clear, wasn't sure at all what lie ahead. I just knew I could not continue the way I was going. But deep, somewhere deep inside of me, despite all that chaos, I knew there had to be something else for me. Now, looking back now, I think the universe had been calling to me for a while to try to get me to take off those golden handcuffs and show up for my magnum opus. And what is that? That is what the Mindset Muse has brought forth today, the magnum opus. As many of you know, I'm a great fan of Latin, and translation is great work. Your magnum opus is not going to be found in the comfort of the illusion of security. And I say illusion because that's what it is. You can work for a company for five years or 20 years or 30 years and find yourself gone with a stroke of a pen. Banks fail, relationships fail, and leave people in emotional and financial distress all the time. Nothing is guaranteed, but we like to pretend if we check the boxes, if we do the right things, everything will be fine. And that's not really how this works. Freedom comes up in a lot of personal development conversations and circles. What do you want? Well, people will say, I want freedom. But more often, they also want their security blanket as well. So they will stuff down their desires and the whispers of a life different down into the depths of their being, hoping that those whispers will go away. And they do for a while, and then they get loud again. Thus, the cycle continues. Now, most of you know this feeling. I know I do. And you have a lot of distraction methods and stories in your head to keep you in your place, so to speak. Now, I have been on that ride. And when I decided that I wanted something different, it was very scary. I was the breadwinner of my household. I made well over the six-figure mark. I was established. I was very good at what I did. And by my family's history, I had arrived. And actually, I had done the consulting thing before. Um, so I, it wasn't entirely new to me to strike out on my own. But this was different pretty early on because I decided within probably six to nine months after leaving and taking on a consulting engagement that I wanted out of tech altogether and do this other thing. And people were calling it, it's like, what is this? It's like, it's coaching, helping people with their lives, not their data centers. That's crazy talk. You know, not doing disaster recovery plans or business continuity or application consolidations. It's crazy. People will pay you for that? That's basically what I was getting. Do you believe I got a lot of support when I decided to do this? I got, what are you doing? Don't you think it would be better to go back to work? That, which was one of my favorites because it's like, it's, you're not, like, you think I'm not working at all? James is having to carry the heavy load now, isn't it? What is that? Why are you going to these seminars all the time? I heard all of these things and more. And... All of these comments that I've just reflected back came from people that were either relatives or people I considered very close friends. On a rare occasion, I would hear, oh, you're so different now. Why? And that was, it was, it was a very bizarre experience. I, and I, I would think about it, okay, I, I really need to think this through. 
if I go out and do something different and I fail, what, what's going to happen? And say it doesn't work. I was like, well, I can go back to corporate. I still have the skill sets. Mm, but people will know that I failed. You know, they tried to warn me. And I think this is a real reason why people keep on the golden handcuffs. They don't want to be judged by strangers, much less the people that they care about and care about them. And this isn't just about careers either. Once you take off the handcuffs in one area, you start to notice the handcuff feeling in all areas of your life. That's one of the ripple effects of personal development. You might like to pretend that you can compartmentalize your life. The whole work-life balance that we talk about in corporate, that's all bullshit. It is all your life. Now, obviously, I got to the point where my need to do my magnum opus was greater than the naysayers. And before you ask, yes, this still happens to me on occasion 10 years later. And I don't expect that will change. Uh, People have a version of you in their head sometimes, and I don't really want to let that go. And you know what? That's okay. As long as you have the appropriate boundaries, let them say or think whatever they please. Now, recently I found Scottish author Sharon Malacky, and she has some real wisdom about being in this liminal space, this transitional space around when you take off your golden handcuffs or when you are debating taking off your golden handcuffs. She calls it the edge. And she says that edges are transitional places. They are also the best places from which to create something new. Those of us who live here must be comfortable with the storms and with the changes, for it is on these unsettled, unsettling edges that we hear the call which launches us on our journey. And though we can never quite be sure what the journey will involve, we know that new possibilities may be created only if we surrender to the uncertainty. Sooner or later, no matter how cleverly we try to hide ourselves, to turn away from the truth, we are called to change, to wake up and to see, and so therefore take responsibility, to reclaim our power and to participate in the remaking of the world. Joseph Campbell named it the call to adventure, but it should be so much more than merely an adventure. It's a call to life a full, authentic life. It is a call to rise from the half-sleep of our existence and take up our part in the great unfolding of the world. This edge that she talks about, I definitely live more there now. As a recovering type A personality control freak, I had to swim in some pretty deep waters to do the work to get there, but I can tell you that the feeling of freedom overrides the feelings of worry, doubt, and fear much more often now in that space. And I believe that part of that is when you know you're in what Gay Hendricks refers to as your genius zone versus your zone of excellence, because you can feel the support of something greater than yourself. And I've said many times on this podcast, everyone's purpose in life is the same. You're here for the evolution of your own soul and to contribute back to the collective in some way. Everyone's particular manifestation of that looks different. You're never going to figure out your purpose, your magnum 
opus while holding on to a wet blanket of security and other people's opinions. Somehow the wet blanket always turns up like damp yellow to me. Worry, doubt, and fear is the triangle of what keeps you locked into the wet blanket. Now, as you're moving through different evolutions, that wet blanket is still there calling your name. It continues to hang out. It's trying to entice you to go back down the rabbit hole. And yes, you will go back down the hole. It happens. I have. I just don't stay there anymore. And I have support to help me out when I need it. So I want you to think about what golden handcuffs you have on. Or maybe yours aren't golden at all. Maybe they're just gold-plated. And I want you to think about what the edge could look like. Think beyond what you're good at, what you're comfortable with. Think about what you feel more called to. Where do you feel your creativity start to stir? Because that's a hallmark sign of your magnum opus. Where are you feeling led? Now, perhaps it's to interact with a person or a place or a thing or perhaps a new study. Follow the energy of the threads. When I feel like something's trying to come through and it's just below the surface for me, I get really impatient. I'll be honest. I'm just like really impatient. But I know I have to be in a place where I can receive. So I'll journal or sometimes I'll take a walk or sometimes I'll take a drive you got to find what works for you. And more importantly, make this a practice. There's so many people out there that think, if I can find this one thing, this one job, this one offering, this one product, it will be my purpose forever. And that is not how this works. This is truly an evolutionary process. Like what I was doing when I started my business and what I do now, very different, very, very different. And it's, it's gone through different iterations, different types of clients, different types of offering. And that's what makes it exciting. You know, I, you've heard me say on this podcast that Therapy gave me great coping skills. My mentor changed the way I process information. And my spiritual energetic practices give me joy, peace, and the connection with my inner cosmic compass. That's part of my practice now, to trust myself, but also trust the guidance as well. So if you're in that place of exploring beyond those golden handcuffs, I do recommend a book called The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. It's a great read about moving past the good to get to the great. You know, that's something else I want to discuss. The, the law of sacrifice states that you have to give up something of a lower nature to receive something of a higher nature. And I've used this teaching in the past uh, because it's the mainstay in personal development circles, and it's very, very accurate. What I found, though, is most people sort of lose their breath thinking about this when things in their life are going pretty well. They, they get a little, <gasps> you know, I'm going to have, <gasps> it's already, like, things are pretty good. I, I don't, I don't want to give up. I, I don't want to give anything up. It's easier if things are going crappy, and if you're like, oh, gee, you know what, things can't get worse than this. But most of my clients now are already in a good space. They're looking for that next evolution. It's a, it's a little bit harder to think about giving up something that's already pretty good. 
And I get that. It's comfortable. So when I have this conversation now, I stay think about it more as a sacred offering. A sacred offering places the emphasis on the importance of intention and focus and discipline. And it's, an imp- it's really important to realize that everything carries weight. Everything has a cost. We must be respectful and work with in concert with the universe to earn what we intend to obtain. This is this shows commitment for the highest good. It elevates the conversation a bit. So if you're struggling with giving up the good to get to the great, give that some thought. Like instead of sacrifice sort of has this twinge of something being ripped from you for some people. And I I think when we talk about the language of offering, it's like, no, no, you're you're participating. This is you're co-creating this. And ponder this, this question that uh, I think this does come from Gay Hendricks. If it weren't for X, I could be doing Y. That one question is a very powerful reflection of where you are in your life because it will tell you a lot if you sit with it and really like do, do some brainstorming around that. So that is it for this week. As always, I would love to hear what you think. Connect with me on social media if you'd like. If you have any mindset questions, you can send them to breakfree at adriamcdonald.com, which is always in the show notes. And if you found this podcast helpful, I would love it if you would leave a review or share it out or both if you feel so inclined. And I look forward to connecting with you next week. Thanks for listening to the Mindset Strategist podcast. If you found this helpful, I'd love for you to share it out. And reviews are always appreciated. You can check out my website at www.adriannemcdonald.com for more information. I would also love to connect with you on social. The links are in the show notes. Have a beautiful day.